Blog Talk Radio. to Vibe Time with Jerry. Um, welcome on StreamYard and welcome on Blog Talk Radio. Um, Michaela was supposed to come on this evening, but she's not able to. We're going to do a reschedule on that. So I have David Flowers coming on with me tonight, and that's going to be fun. Y'all know David Flowers, or some of you do. For some of you who do not know David Flowers, he does the tours at the Manor House in Williamsburg, but he's also written a book. Um, We recently did a Paranormal 101 class, and that was a lot of fun. We had a really good time with the people there, really nice people. Um, 
and we plan to go to Belgrove. So he's just an awesome person. And his wife is cool, too. I haven't met her yet. I can't wait to meet her in person. She seems like a really nice lady. Um, Anybody that wants to know about paranormal events, I know that I told some people this past Saturday, go to Virginia Paranormal Events, the Virginia Paranormal Events page on Facebook. Do-do, hello, with, (laughs) I can really, with John Stevens. He's the creator of that page, but he also has a website, www.virginiaparanormalevents.com. That gives you all the latest events of what is going on within the state because everybody lives in different places. Not everybody can make it to Williamsburg. Not everybody can make it to Bell Grove. Not everybody can make it to, you know, all these places. So, you know, go online and go on that website or go on the Facebook page to see if you can get something, you know, closer in your area. Got some sea shanties to sing there. (laughs) You're so cute. Let me cut this down so it don't interfere. Okay, so. David Flowers, let me take him off of mute. I see another hand up there. Who might that be? Uh, Hello. 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 I'm I'm here. I was going to say, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing good. How are you? I am fine. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. Not a problem. Always happy to help. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. <laughs> so what would you like to talk about? Because, I mean, we just recently did our class, and that was a blast. Yeah, I, I had a great time. I, you know, I was getting tongue twisted and forgot half the stuff I wanted to say, but still had a good time. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But you wrote the book, so you shouldn't have got tongue twisted on anything because – You wrote the book, Paranormal 101, or, you know, Welcome to the World of Paranormal. So, no. (laughs) I didn't really think you got tongue twisted on that. It took me five years to write the darn thing, so. Yeah. It's a good book, though. You know, I'll have to say that's a really good book. I downloaded it on Kindle, and I have it. Yeah, I've got it. I've got the paper version of it, but I also downloaded it on um, my Kindle, too, because I like to be able to quick reference stuff. Yeah. Uh Kimberly's in, but she's lagging. Yeah, I don't know what's going on, so hopefully everything will be okay. But, yeah, I mean, that's really good for y'all that haven't read it yet. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I was... I had you on the StreamYard at the same time as on the phone, and I could hear you on the phone before I could hear you on StreamYard. Oh, lovely. You know, I don't mind StreamYard, but I just, like, I think it's better. I know you can do the split screen stuff, but I really think it's better if I just have people call in because I think that when you have, and Brian and I talked about it, when you got Blog Talk Radio going, which, you know, that's the actual switchboard. And then you've got StreamYard going. It, it, it lags it, and it causes an echo. And I don't really think that there's anything that we can do to fix it. Yeah, I don't think so either. 
Yeah, so, and I think my sister is on too, but she's on the actual, she's on the actual switchboard call. She can't get on the internet like everybody else can because where she lives at, so she's actually, she actually calls in every week. Gotcha. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's much we can do about the lagging with, um, blog talk and StreamYard, unless you just completely not use blog talk, but then on the flip side of that, then everybody would have to get on StreamYard and the disadvantages with that is lagging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, you know, it, so if you, everybody was just on StreamYard, you wouldn't have to call in and then there would be no lagging. Yeah, but then sometimes on StreamYard, if people don't cut the devices, like not everybody knows to cut their volume down on devices. And like on Crossroads, there sometimes has been some issues with um, echoing. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. You know, so it's like, you know, it's a it's like a catch twenty two, I guess, in a way. Yeah. So, yeah. But did you have but, any any? Do you have any good um, good responses or anything on Saturday, Friday night with your group? You mean as far as activity? Yeah, activity in, with your group. Yeah, we had some um, we had some hits on the REM pod. And I haven't had a chance to listen to the my body cam yet because I've been here at my mom's. But when I get back, I'll be listening to that. But we had some we had some stuff on the REM pod, and then in the basement, we had a really good hit on when we asked or when I asked if they knew who you were. Um, that was recorded as a hit of yes on the REM pod. They didn't say yes. We didn't run any necrophonic apps or anything like that. But, yeah, we got a hit off of that. They knew who you were, which I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, um, when I was in the basement with my group, we had the the K2 going, and it, it was getting responses on cue with some of the questions we were asking. Right. And and I, I went through the um went through my um my voice recorder and I didn't hear anything as far as responses, as far as EVPs, but we were getting quite a bit of the K two responses. Right. And and I'd yeah, ask I'd ask some of the questions. I'd asked some of the questions a couple of times and got the same response. I um, got responses in the, is it the cigar room? Is that what you call it? Yeah, the smoking lounge. Yeah, smoking lounge. I got a couple little responses on the um, K2 meter, but that's about it. ACDC, yay! Kimberly said she was listening to ACDC, so she had to get off a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll let you slide on that one. 
I like ACDC, so I can, I can let you slide on the ACDC thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, you know, like I said before, and I'll, and I'll say it again with the Manor House and other places, not just with the Manor House, they they may not mess with equipment that much, but it doesn't mean they're not there. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you know, one time I mean, we'll... You know, one time we'll get responses with the K2 or the REM pod and no EVPs. And another time, mm-hmm. we won't get anything with the K2 or the REM pod, but we get all sorts of EVPs. Yeah. yeah, It's wild out there. So, you know, and you've been out there for, what, 11 years, 11 or 12 years? Uh, yeah, going on 12 years. Yeah. So that's a long no, time. No, to... in fact, it has it has it is twelve years. It is twelve years because I've been there since twenty ten. Yeah, so that's yeah, a so long it, time. Yeah. God, that is a long time. <laughs> I've been out so there longer than some of the employees. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that's a, that's a very long time to to be out there. But you know, I mean, it's I'm sure it's there's a lot of things that's happened over the years with you being out there too. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've, mm-hmm. I've got just, I said, I've gotten EVPs out the tail. Uh, got a, a photo of a full body apparition, uh, a video of what I would consider to be a true orb. And as you know, I'm a big orb skeptic. Um, I've heard disembodied voice with my own ears. I've been touched. I've just about everything out there, with that, with exception of anything negative, nothing negative. I haven't experienced that out there. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, I bet. You know, I mean, it's it's a very active place. And that's, that's you know, what we were talking about the other day, you know, when we did our class together, don't underestimate the places that you go to. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. yeah, something that looks so quiet and, I mean, it is to me harmless out there, but it's funny when, you know, people don't think that, Spirit is around you when it really is. Mm-hmm. I like I like it when you do the dousing rod demonstration in the one room. What's the room called? See, I have to learn this stuff if I'm going to help you. What's that? The other room, the Tolliver Tolliver room. Yeah, we, we yeah we don't we don't have we don't have a name for that room. It seems to be that's where he stays at. Yeah, it's the room to the right when you go in. Yes, room to the right when you walk in the door. I told Kimberly she yeah. has to come out yeah. there with me one time. Yeah, and I honestly believe that while I'm in the house, I believe Mr. Tolliver follows me around while I'm in there. Because I, I, I can get responses from him in... Uh, in, in any room that we're there. Yeah. See, I do you think so, really? Do you think that he, get, like, goes from place to place? Like, 
have you taken the dowsing rods from one room to another? Yeah, one room to and I've gotten an EVP from from him up in the round table room. Oh, that's wild. So he does follow you yeah. around. See, I yeah. wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought that with him. I would have thought that he would have stayed in the one particular room to the chair to the left because that's where I feel the energy at is the chair to the left. Yeah. I I don't know why yeah. I feel it too strong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've I've um got dowsing rod responses from just about every room in the house. And then, like I said, I've got an EVP from him in the round table room. That's my favorite room. Yeah. Out of the whole house. And and that room and the dining room are the two rooms that we get the least amount of activity in, is those two rooms. You mean the round table room, too? But I like that room. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're a magnet, too, because... You get stuff in that room all the time, and I yeah, I get be. stuff in that room ever so often. It could be my fan club that, <laughs> as Kimberly yeah, has it. lately said, it probably is spirits that follow me around. <laughs> we have figured yeah. that out. It took me a while to put two and two together to realize that the the spirit that calls me Blondie really didn't come from Old House Woods. It's been this attachment all this time, and he just follows me around everywhere. As long as he's cute, I don't care, but if he's like an ugly spirit, I don't want him around me. <laughs> he better not be one of those creepy ones. You know, he's got to be cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. The only the, the most I've seen when I've asked to, for him to show me what he looks like, like intuitively here, the most I've been shown is black pants and a black and white, like checkered flannel shirt. And when I want to see from the neck up, I can't because it won't. He won't show me, and that just kind of sucks. He won't show you from the neck up. No, I can't see him from the neck up, but I can see him from the neck down black jeans, um, and it presents like that every time, black jeans with a black and white checkered type, you know, black and white flannel shirt. Young, too, younger than I am. That much I know, that we're not the same age. That that much I know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do if I show up to the ghost tour wearing black jeans and a black and white checkered shirt? I'm gonna pop you. <laughs> you better not. Oh my god, you better not. Thanks, <laughs> Could be a stylist, maybe Kimberly. I don't know. But he calls that's my name, Blondie. But that's that's how I've seen him. At. You better not pop up in that. But knowing you as humorous, as as humorous as you are, you would do something like that. In a heartbeat. Yeah, he called me Blondie at the old house. Yeah, you would do something like that. I think maybe seeing him in black and white could be. 
I mean, when I when I saw him, um, and it's presented like that two times now. It was here, and it was um, like almost in a wooded area, and but he he just showed the pants and the shirt, but it kind of was in color. So I don't. It's just weird. Not weird, but you know, I would like to see who who likes me and wants to follow, follow me around everywhere and call me Blondie. I want to know who it is. <laughs> How old is he? Like I said, as long as they're cute, I'm okay. If they're ugly, you got to go. <laughs> Better not be one of these ones that that have a pale white face with these big dark and black eyes or I'm going to be mad. Following me around all that time, calling me Blondie, getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, look, look like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Kimberly. See, this is Kimberly right here. Ha ha! He won't give you no head. Ha ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he would say that. You are so funny, but he won't. <laughs> All right. She's just, now I feel like I'm on a different show. Stop. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. We'll We'll have to wait and see, but. You know what? I think we need to test that theory next time I go, next time I come up to the manor house and find out if the spirits that are active in the round table room, are they spirits that have followed me? Or is it people that stay there? I but think I that'd be an you, excellent thing to check out. Yeah, I think we need to check that out. But in Eliza's room, I don't – there were hits in that room on the fireplace mantle with the REM pod. You know, and you, you know, when you walk from one room to the other, there, like downstairs, it's nice and clear. You know, it's like you don't feel no heaviness. Feels good downstairs. When you start coming upstairs to the first room, to me, it's a little bit heavy. But when you go, the dining room is okay to me. But when you hit the round table, those two rooms, it's like there's an energy shift between them, and I don't know why. Has anybody that's come to the building besides, you know, you've had a lot of psychics in there. Have they ever said anything like that? Well, I I pretty much don't listen to the quote-unquote psychics because if I had a dollar for everyone that came in there, I'd be rich. Yeah, true, but the one okay, so but the ones that you have had there, yeah, the fire yeah, the mantle, there was something and we tested it with a K two meter too. Um we tested it to make sure that nothing was going off, you know, like that there couldn't be any type of anything setting the fireplace mantle off, you know, setting that off with the um REM pod, because I put the REM pod up there, right. but we ran the K two right. meter there. I always run it first to make sure that there's nothing there and there was nothing there that could that was setting off the K2 meter so when the REM pod started going off I was like you know 
we were getting responses with that, and that's also on the body cam footage. Yeah, because the K2 meter is more sensitive than the REM pod. Yeah, and see, my REM pod, you know, I mean, I know it's not like everybody else's REM pod where it's, you know, they want that expensive one that everybody has. I just don't have that one, and um, but that one just would not stop going off, and you know, I was like, you know, and I think I've told you that already. I figured, well, maybe it's malfunctioning, but it's not. When I took it to the basement, you know, when I took it to the basement, when we, we were investigating there, nothing. It was, there was nothing there. You know what I mean? It, it didn't go off. It went off one time for a split second and then went back to its normal self. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's my REM pod. I think it's something manipulating my REM pod. And we had that happen last time I was there in the round table room. It just would not stop. But then the next day when I took it to the museum and sat it on the floor, it was fine. Yeah. Personally, I like your REM pod. I like yours better than mine in some ways. But it's... I, person, I think a part of it is you. Because I, mean, I, I joke around saying, saying you're a magnet, but I, I honestly believe that you are. I suppose, Kimberly. <laughs> Kimberly, your thoughts? She's on here, but she's on the chat part. Um, yeah, but. I gotta. Ha- I want to have a good explanation for my REM pod. Like, do I need to have somebody that knows about REM pods take a look at it? You know, because no, I, I, I think your REM pod. Yeah, I, I believe your REM pod works fine. It's okay. It goes off for it goes off for you. And I think if you had, let's say you you used John's REM pod Saturday or Friday night, I think his would have went off for you just fine, just like your that one was. You think so? Well, well, I think we need to test that theory too. I mean, the the REM pod that I have, I know is super super. It's a little bit more sensitive than than the red one. And I got it off of, mm-hmm. I can't think of the name. It's not Ghost Stomp. It's something else. It's it's something similar to that. They're all the, um, I'm trying to do. It might be that one, yeah. I think I got it from that one. Let me go. I'll look. I'll tell you in a second. Because um, they have equipment just like, um, just like the Ghost Stop. But they, let me see, ghost hunting store. Uh, but their equipment is cheaper than, yeah, I think it's ghost hunting shop. That's what my sister said. Yeah. It's cheaper there than it is on ghost stop. Because that cost me um, a little over $100, whereas the REM, the REM pods that y'all get is, is a little bit higher than that. And I can't get on Google right now because it keeps kicking me off every time I want to go on here. But I think it is what you said. Because they have the S7, they have the S7 boxes and everything there. Yeah. But it's cheaper. 
Let me see. Go yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Nothing wants to load, and it would figure that my internet would want to screw up on my phone when I'm trying to look up something. Figures. Let's see. I'm trying to find it. Because they have reasonable equipment, and it gets to you lightning fast, too, and you're not paying all the shipping that you pay when you get on the not wanting to load. You don't pay all that shipping that you have to pay when you're, like, if you would on Ghost Stop. Yeah, Ghost Hunter Shop. I can't, it won't let me get on there to see, but figures my internet would screw up when I'm trying to look up something. Never fails. Let's see, Ghost. But they got nice equipment. Store or shop? Store. It's ghosthunterstore.com. Okay. Are you able to see it? Because I can't. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I think that's it. Ghost. I didn't know they had stores in in Virginia Beach. Oops, my bad. Is it that one? I don't know if it's that one either. No, theghosthunterstore.com, all one word. They're up, okay. they're up in New either they're they're in Philly. Okay. They're out of Philly. I haven't received any emails yeah. from them lately. So, cuz normally I'll get emails when they have equipment on sale and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they I don't have any REM pods. Yeah, they don't have any rim. Well, they got a micro red pod, whatever the hell that is. But they don't have anything don't like mean, yours. You know what? Because I don't think that's it either. I think it's a different. I think it's. A, I swear to God, we're being listened to on our conversations when Alexa gets on the app and says go to the ghost hunting store when I have them freaking talk to Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) It just came up. Look, skip the store, skip the screens and reorder essentials with Alexa. And we're we're sitting over here talking about stores. I don't know. Maybe maybe spirit is interfering with our conversation here because I can't. I can't. I'm trying to look up stuff and I can't get online to do it. <laughs> so, but I don't think that's it. When the email comes up, I'll 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 send it to. You. I'll send a link to you when the email comes up because normally I get emails from them and everything. And yeah, that, when you send it, yeah, send it to me. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's the name of it either. I was trying to get on my hotspot since my internet wants to act up. Let me get on hotspot because I was trying to look through it through my um, email. But they had their equipment. They got nice equipment and it's more reasonable. Yeah, Alexa is a little bitch, isn't she? She sure is. Kimberly said <laughs> Alexa's a bitch. She is. Then listen to every damn thing. Everything. Yeah, I, I need reasonable price stuff because I've, I've already spent my allowance for equipment this year. Just buying that Taz cam <laughs> and the body cam. 
Yeah. But you know what? Those are two good things that you got, though. A series pulls her hair. Yeah, I know. You know, but um, let me see. Let me see if I can type in ghost and what comes up. You know, how you get those, those emails from different places. If I type that in, that might pop up if the Internet ever decides it wants to work. So, because they, like I said, they always have nice nice stuff, and it's very reasonable. Them REM pods, those red ones are expensive as hell. Yeah, um, I, on that Ghost Hunter store, I was just on that website, and the one exactly like John has, because his, his is, is a more is an upgraded version of what I've got, and it's on sale for one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Yeah. Normally two twenty five. Yeah, and see, I haven't bought any new equipment this year because I, I mean, I think I think that I got enough equipment to to cover us when, like Kim and I do, investigations out of Old House Woods. I, th- I think we're pretty good on equipment because I have the task cam, I have the body cam, the K2 meter, the S7 box. I've got two of those, actually, um, or SB boxes, whatever, SB7 boxes. I have two, my recorder, my 360 periscope, which I love. That's my favorite one out of everything. And my light-up rods plus the, your dousing rods plus the other dousing rods. I have a dousing rod fetish along with a pendulum fetish. <laughs> I'm getting ready to say that. Yeah, I got a pendulum fetish. My girlfriend came to see me at the museum on Saturday and brought me a really beautiful brand-new chakra based pendulum and it's really funny because I had been looking at that pendulum for over a year and I wouldn't I wasn't getting it. I just I just didn't get it. I was like, nah, you know, I'm not gonna get it right now. I'm not gonna get it and then here she walks in coming from Florida and bought it for me. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was like here I got you something, and then she got me this. Tiger's Eye, like it's a worry stone. She brought that to me, and then she brought me the pendulum, which is on my mom's table because I didn't want nothing to happen to it. But it's really nice. It's got like a, it's like a pyramid, and then it has a piece of clear quartz point on the top, and then it has the chakra beads. And it's really pretty. It's it's a nice pendulum. It's got good energy to it too. Sweet. Mhm. Yeah. So it's really cool. So talk about the tours because you've started tours back up, and you're you've worked you've written the one part right. You've written my parts right. Just about. I'm about halfway done now. You're, is it that long? Yeah, How many pages yeah, is it? I'm a slow typer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the uh, tours they're Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday now. Start at nine o'clock. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday is nine o'clock, and it's fifteen dollars, right? Fifteen dollars. 
fifteen dollars. So, and you have to call the activities desk. Yes, call the activities desk, and they take credit card over the phone. All right. What's the number of the activities desk for the fiftieth billion time? Two two zero twelve hundred. Y'all got that? Let me put it in the comments. Twelve hundred. And then put act- yeah, the resort the resort operator will answer and just ask for the activities desk. Okay. You put that in the comments. Cause that's a fun that's fun to do too. There, I think it'll enter. I don't know the internet's moving really slow. So, yeah, y'all can call the activities desk, it's $15, and then you'll get your tours, 9 o'clock, all through the summer. All right, so how many pages are you up to with what I'm supposed to talk about or what I'm supposed to be studying? Six. Six? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it, and it uh, probably got another six to eight pages. <laughs> oh my, you're going to make me cringe. But it, I'm, I'm typing in large font because I know you're blind. <laughs> True. So activities desk, not sex, Kimberly. Activities desk. Stop eating them shrimps. <laughs> this is a family resort, not whitetail. Yes, did you hear that? It's a family resort. It ain't the, it's not the, you are so funny. She, she, she said go sex because I got because I got no head. <laughs> and I'm sitting over here thinking that she's talking about the uh, what's the hotel called with is it eight ball? What is it called out here in Newport News? Hotel Eight or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Mo- Motel Eight, right there on yeah. on Jefferson. Yeah, yes. the Motel Eight. House is not Motel Eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But that it's a it's a fun tour. Whitetail, she's she's so funny. You better not talk to Kim about Whitetail because she's saying, What do you know about that, David Flowers? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. We better Don't ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. <laughs> That's right, and it'll pop you right upside your head, you better Kapow! <laughs> I can just see that long handed spoon knock you out. Kimberly <laughs> <laughs> started it. What do you think I What do you think I learned about it? Oh yeah, that's right. It's just how it's Kimberly Ashbury Moxley's fault. We'll just blame it all on Kimberly. The usual. Yeah, It'll there you go. <laughs> It'll be fine. Deer Park, she's a trip. Yeah, we're in Deer Park too. 
so there are some people, <coughs> excuse me, that are, um, <coughs> excuse me, new to my friends. <coughs> I'm sorry, Facebook. <laughs> it made me choke. Can you talk a little bit about your book and what it covers? Because some people don't know. Yeah, yeah my book, it's, um, the title is um, Welcome to the World of Paranormal. It's a beginner's guide to paranormal investigation and ghost hunting. It's, it's puts to rest some, some of the misconceptions a lot of people have about when they're watching those ghost hunting shows, thinking that's how it actually happens when it's not. It just gives you the do's and don'ts, goes over equipment, how to do things. So can we talk a little bit about the do's and the don'ts? I mean, we covered it on class, but Mm -hmm. some people don't know the do's and the don'ts because they watch TV. Yeah. Well, one of the things that you see on a couple of those, um, a couple of the ghost hunting shows, you'll see them taunt or provoke the ghosts or spirits. That's a definite don't. Yeah. Definite don't. And so, yeah, but can you can you elaborate on that though as to why? Because some people don't understand that they they literally watch TV. And they see they see that they see the people on there doing it, so they think that that's okay. But why wouldn't it be? I mean, why not? No, it's, it's Your whole definitely is not okay. Because because if the way I tell people is, if that's the only way I'm going to make contact with the ghost, I don't want to do it. Because when ghosts get mad. People get hurt. They get yeah. scratched or pushed or whatever, and in, on rare cases, though, they get have have some sort of attachment. And I'm I'm a good sized man, and I can fight a lot of things. You can't fight that stuff because when they fight, they don't fight fair. They fight to win. Right. Very true. A big Are difference between taunt and harassment. Yeah, Kimberly. So there's a big difference between taunting something and just like out outright harassing them. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And, and and when I say don't taunt, I'm not talking about or when or don't argue with them or whatever. I'm not talking about if something happens, let's say you're being as polite as you can be and you still get pinched or whatever and you the occasional swear word pops out and you call them a dirty SOB, that's just retaliation. You're not taunting there. You're you're reacting. Yeah. Kimberly said ugly taunting. Yeah. Bad, bad, ugly taunting. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but going you going in there ask them to say, "Hey, can you touch me or can you roll these cat balls across the floor?" That's there's nothing wrong with that. 
But you don't, right. you don't want to go in there calling them names and being disrespectful. Right. That, that, right. And I'll that's, be, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the biggest thing that I've seen on the TV shows that I just, uh, that's the one thing I do not agree with and I believe is wrong. Because I, I tell everybody all the time, there's a bunch of teams out there. Each team does things a little bit differently. I'm not saying I'm right and they're wrong. I'm just saying it's a different way of doing it. But that is the one thing that I do consider to be completely wrong. Right. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, I don't, I've never done anything like that. Um, I have, you know, given them permission to, like, touch my hand or, you know, but not, not taunting or anything like that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes I haven't. I mean, I went to one place and there was a little girl spirit and she was playing with my hair. And I felt that cold chill on my left side and I could feel my hair being being played with. I'll never forget it. And Dennis Eslock was like, you have a little girl um, standing next to you and she's she's playing with your hair, you know, curious about your colors because, you know, I never keep my hair one color. I always do multiple colors, and she was looking at my hair, but I could feel her touching my hair, and it didn't scare me or anything because she was just so gentle. Yeah, and you, know. and you can, yeah, you, above more, most people that I know, you're you're more in tune to that. You can you can feel if somebody is has malicious intent versus a curious little girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You can definitely feel that that energy. And Kimberly said, "Is there ain't nothing wrong with talking up spirit, but being threatening, um, rude, and dis, dis, just disrespectful is a whole other thing," which is true. Yes. Very, very true. Yeah. And another mm. thing that I I see people doing, it's not it's not something that 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 they catch from TV. It's I think it's more excitement than anything. Is when they are doing a runner an EVP session, they're doing rapid fire questions. They're like, mm. "What's your name? How old are you?" Just back to back to back. They're not giving the giving the spirits or the ghosts any chance to answer the first question because they, they may need a little extra energy to answer questions if they're, if they're doing to where you can actually hear even through a voice recorder give them a few seconds I, I my standard time is probably between 15 and 20 seconds in between each question yeah if you're going to get an answer it'll be within that time yeah, because I, I noticed even when we were at the Manor House doing the investigation on on Saturday on Friday, um, that that spirit, as far as where the REM pod was concerned, and we asking them that question if they knew who you were, it took it didn't it took them longer than ten seconds to set that off. Mm-hmm. But I still knew that that they were answering that question, and it was. Right. to you because there was no other question asked after that. There was just silence. And yeah. you do and have it, to give them 
time. Yeah, yeah, and if you were in there doing rapid-fire questions, you wouldn't know what question they were answering. Right, exactly. And, yeah, I tell people to, to give about, um, yeah, Kimberly, she gives about a five-second pause, but I give about a ten-second. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm painting. Yeah, she knows all the tricks of the trade, yeah. There's a lot of tricks on these ghost hunting shows that people don't understand. They yep. do a lot of tricks to make it seem like something's paranormal when it isn't. Yeah. It's like we yeah. were talking not too long yeah, we were talking not too long ago on a lot of these um ghost hunting shows. They walk around with their walkie talkies and kinda of press the button and make whatever piece of equipment flash, make it look good for TV. Yeah, yeah. Kimberly said she hadn't seen a show that's not real yet. Yeah, I know, because if we was to do, (laughs) if, if Flowers and I was to do a live TV show with the Manor House, you know, it's not the same as you're doing, you know what I mean, on TV. You know you know what I'm saying? Not with yeah. the producers and people would be like, oh, you know, this is boring. And it's not really boring to us, you know, but it's not all that drama like you see on TV. Same thing if we was to go to Old House Woods and sit there and do a documentary on it or show how um, – you know, paranormal investigations are really done, the amount of hours that we sit and listen to something would bore a person. It's really not all that exciting. You're absolutely right. You know, all you yeah, do is me, a battery yeah, and the TV ready. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. To me, what, to me, what makes it worth coming back all these years is when you're out there doing something and you get that really good EVP or a really good photo or piece of video that you can't recreate, you can't explain. That's what makes it all worthwhile to me. Right. Yeah. And there's there's a couple of things that has happened out there that you can't, you just, there's no explanation for it. And I still, up to this day with my body cam, and it losing that time, I'm still not understanding that because I have used it at the Manor House quite a few times after that. I've used it in other places, and there it has not lost time. But that one segment, you know, when we were talking in the room where the smoking lounge is, there was stuff going on, but and I and I was excited that it was recorded, and then come there was a lag time, and there was it wasn't even on there. Yeah, yeah, because right there, that's a perfect example. Something really good happening, you're recording, and then it's not there because how they do it, I have no clue. They just mess yeah. with the, with with the electronics. Yeah, and. It was just weird on the time that it picked back up on the, uh, upstairs. 
it was almost like it was cut off for a brief. What, what, what time did I lose? I think I lost 20 seconds of record time of something that was going there, and I was excited that we got it. And then when I got home, there was nothing. That that time was gone completely. Yeah. Hours and hours of sitting, walking. Yeah. Then out of the blue, boom, you catch something. And she's right, you know. But that's yeah. just, I can't explain that lag time on that. And my body cam has never done that ever again. Just in that old house woods, it happened one time. Not on a lag time. It was. I thought the little sucker was all nice and, you know, charged. And I'm sitting all here all excited because we got ARG on the on the um, necrophotics. And I'm like, oh, Kimberly, don't worry. It's recorded on my recording. Well, bitch was dead. <laughs> the, the, camera, the body cam was dead. And I was mad because I had charged it before I left my house. I know I did. I charge it every time before I leave. I make sure it's fully charged. And I was excited that we finally got that, you know, R, which we had gotten a couple times, but it was nice to have it recorded, and it didn't record because it died. And, yeah, Old House mm-hmm. Woods, you would, you would like it at Old House Woods because it's a paranormal lab, and I totally agree with Kimberly on, on that. The amount of times that we've been down in that area, and, you know, you have to keep a log on that, you know, because it, it has everything. You really got to go there with us one time. Where is Old House Woods again? I know you told me that before. It's in um, it's in Diggs. It's in Matthews County. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a right bit there by the water, right? Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's, got a nice beach you know but um it's just it's amazing out there it's really fun to be out there i hope they never build it up i hope nobody buys any of the land that they have knocked the trees down on it's been cursed nobody can get it (laughs) (laughs) but it's just a beautiful place i mean and you you stay on the road. You don't go in the woods. So. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to go in the woods out there after dark. No, and you have to be, and you have to be aware of everything there. Like, okay. like Kimberly says, you do have to be aware, and that is very, very true out there. It's, it's a whole different energy out there. She's right. Summertime is coming. Yeah. So, well, Friday nights are available. Friday nights are available. Saturday nights would kind of suck. Yeah. Well, Friday night think Friday nights isn't bad. I mean, we've been out there. We like going out there on a full moon. Yeah, Kimberly said you got to be there. Where the raccoons out there too? Because you know. <laughs> yeah, that that'd be more what I'd be worried about—a rabid raccoon yeah. or a snake. Yeah, you gotta watch the wildlife out there, the snapping turtles in the ditches. You gotta be careful. Yeah, loons up the on the swamp. Yeah, you gotta watch out for all kinds of stuff out there. It's you got your paranormal stuff, but you also got your animals that'll eat you alive. <laughs> oh. Get get a suit of armor to wear out there. Yeah, I know, right? 
But anyway, let me see how much longer we got. We've got about three whole minutes. Bobcat, my Wonka's cat. Yeah, she's, there's a bobcat somewhere out there too. So you got to watch out, watch out. But that, bo- that I don't think that cat will bother you. We we stay on the road. We don't go in the actual woods. Woods. We've always stayed on the road because that's what you're supposed to do anyway. But some paranormal teams have taken advantage of that and went to the woods when they wasn't supposed to because there's no trespassing signs all over the place, but they did it anyway. We won't name names. (laughs) Kimberly wants to know what's the strangest thing that you've ever seen, David, before we have to get kicked off the air. We got about two minutes, so what's one of the strangest things you've ever seen? Uh, paranormal wise? Yes. Uh, I've seen mist with my own eyes, the, the mist that I couldn't explain. That, that's probably the strangest thing I've seen with my own eyes. Gotcha. Legends were all seen from the road, yeah. She's talking about some of the old house wood stuff, but that's true. Most of the stuff, yeah, legends, yeah. Now she's laughing at me because we know what legends are. (laughs) So, all right, so you are doing a tour Saturday. What's today? You do a tour tomorrow, right? Today's Tuesday. Yeah, tomorrow, Saturday, then, yep. Yeah, and then when you get... yeah, Kimberly said, "Come on down to Old House Woods." And then when you get paid, then you, when you get done with my twenty-page uh, manor house tour, I have to study that. So I got that right. Yeah. And my boss is an asshole. I forgot about all that. <laughs> you said it, not me. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, I, I can't, I can't deny it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, when I do see you, I'll, I'll have to figure out when I'm coming back out. We'll have to figure all that out. I got to get Kimberly a book, so bring a book next time so I can get it for her. I've got them all in the in my case. That works for me. But we got about fifty seconds before Ryan kicks us off, so. I appreciate you coming on and stepping in for Michaela. I know she appreciates that, too. She's had um, a rough day. <laughs> Not a problem at all. Yes, and I appreciate that feeling. And tell Miss M I said hello. I'll do it. Yeah, Ryan's sitting over here laughing at me because he knows that he's getting ready to boot my ass off the air. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying he wouldn't kick me off. Lies. I got nine seconds and we're still on. All right. I appreciate you coming on and we'll figure out <laughs> what we're going to do and go okay. from there. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. You bet. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
freaks out there. This is Ryan, and welcome to the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show. Hope everyone is having a good night. I had a good night. I went out to dinner with Angie. Took her out to Texas Day Brazil for our anniversary dinner. It was a lot of fun. Um, lots of food. I probably ate way too much. Oh, that's not even a probably. I definitely ate way too much. Drank. Um, well, I did not drink. I had maybe four bowls of our lobster bisque soup, and it was absolutely amazing. So good. Meat was good. It was good. Um, there are a few few of them were kind of tough, but uh, I think we liked the flank steak the best, and uh, or maybe the prime rib. I can't remember. It's just so much meat coming at you. It's hard to keep track, but. I think it was the flank steak we liked the best. Uh, the fillet was kind of tough. Um, but, yeah, it was good. It was a good good anniversary. Our actual anniversary was on Saturday. But there was so much stuff going on this weekend that I didn't have a chance to even have a chance to go out Saturday night. So we are trying to go out tonight. So, like I said, it was good. Now I am still full. I'm so tired. I am glad I don't have an actual interview tonight because I would just be zoning out. So tonight's Supernatural News. There's Angie. Woo! Well, 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 Supernatural News. I can read a few articles and stuff. Want to join me? I mean, no, because now I've been taking off all my clothes. Look, at, look if she's, not, if she's looking sexy in her uh, pack. Uh, there she goes. Hi. <laughs> Oh, so that was Angie. That was the, the Angie's Angie's uh was it cameo? Her her showing up for the show tonight. Um yeah, the night supernatural news. So it's kind of like a uh kind of like a um just kind of a free show. Just kind of talking and finding some articles. Now I kind of this cool kind of this this um Let's see here. If I can share my screen or if I can do that now, I have to wait. If I can only do it when before I start the actual video. I want to try something, but maybe I can't do that. Uh, settings. Whoop. Interactivity. Polls. I can put a poll out if I wanted to. I don't know what, I, what, what the poll would be. So this weekend we have an event at the Cabin on 360, our first event of the year. Super excited about that. It's our um, event to raise money for Alzheimer's disease or to fight Alzheimer's disease. I'm actually raising money for the disease. It's, you know, people need our help. But uh, I know a lot of people who have been affected by Alzheimer's disease, my grandfather included. And, um, it's such a terrible thing to watch someone go through that, that, you know, whatever we can do to help you know, fight fight it and take care of the situation would be, you know, would be good. So we are super excited to uh, have, to do that event this weekend. Have, I'm getting super excited lot for some reason. I don't know why. You know what it is? Because I'm really tired. I start repeating myself, but yeah, I'm very excited. Very excited. Not super excited. 
very excited to have people back to the cabin and and see everyone again. I think the last time event, next last actual event we had was the one at Christmas time. So, because it's you know wintertime's hard to do events because it's so cold and stuff. And of course it's going to be cold and rainy on Saturday. So hopefully it will uh, the weather will change and it will be nice. It will just rain during the day. The nighttime will be fine. But yeah, but we'll have the investigation. We'll figure it out. You know. It'll be fun, regardless. You know, both houses, we had a team come out there last weekend. We had uh, Culpeper Paranormal came out to the cabin last weekend, and they had a great time. Got some EVPs, saw some cool stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's regardless if, if it's raining or snowing or whatever, it's going to be a good time. We've already got tickets left. We still have some tickets left, and we would love to have you out there, whoever is watching this right now, or listening to it at some point. Of course, if this is after March 12th, then, you know, listen to it later, then disregard what we're saying right now and know that you missed a good investigation. But always keep an eye out for tickets for the cabin on 360 because we do events often, and we're going to start pumping them up, you know, pumping out events here as the warmer months start up we started to have more events. And I want to try to try to do, uh, like, more different kinds of events, different, like, more, like, exciting stuff. Just try to figure out what, what to do and how to do it, you know, because a lot of the stuff depends on the weather. But, uh, yeah, um, so let's do so, so Supernatural News. I wanted to try to share my screen with you guys because I was going to go, you know, show the articles while I'm reading them, but apparently I can't do that. There is a share button. Let's see. That's like, what is this? Graphics. Oh, no graphics. Okay. Let's go. For some reason, now my, my video screen is. Nope. Okay. Settings, dashboard. Okay, there we go. All right. Let's see. Our first article is from the mirror. We get a lot of articles from the mirror. Pretty much all our articles are pretty much from the mirror. They have a lot of cool articles on here. Of course, this is from the uh, United Kingdom. Clearest ever spooky figure caught on camera by ghost hunters at haunted jail. Ghost hunters say that they have caught their clearest ever evidence of spooky activity on the camera during a recent trip to an audit site. Lindsay and Lee Steer, who run Project Reveal, Ghosts of Britain, say their latest capture is the clearest image they have taken in their decades of ghost hunting experience. So it's the clearest image they have taken because I'm looking at the picture and it's, I mean, it's, it's okay, it's clear, but it's not like, you know, great. I'm going to I'll share the article on my Facebook page. The couple from Rotherham, who have over 20 years of paranormal research experience between them, have, you know what? I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something here. I'll be right back. I'm going to end the video. Okay. I'm going to try something. 
Let's see here. Return home. Clean my video. Sorry, guys. Podcast listeners, I'm going to try to do some work where I can share the screen with, with the viewers here so you can see what I'm looking at. Uh, do Share. Window. Awesome. Close. All right. So now I'm sharing the screen here, but I'm not going to go live. Well, let's see here. Yay! RJ is doing by there. Okay, go live. Is it going to work? Is it going to work? It's going to work. Okay, all right. I am live now. Okay, well, that's a lot. Now, is it sharing it? So, all right. Lindsay and Lee Steer, who run Project Reveal, Ghost of Virginia, Ghost of Britain, say their latest capture is the clearest image they have taken in their decades of ghost experience. The experienced investigators live stream all their haunts, hunts, and they were alerted to the spooky visage when fans spotted on a Facebook clip, Yorkshire Live reports. But you can't get over it. It is so clear and distinctive, said Lindsay. The pair spotted the photo after a visit to Inverurie Jail. The couple who go on daily ghost hunts live stream all, all of their investigations on Facebook and ask viewers to screenshot any unusual sightings. A figure can be seen behind a waxwork model in multiple screenshots for the Lindsay. While she said she could not see the figure while she was filming, she, had, she has been left unable to explain what her viewers saw. We try to debunk everything, but there's no dummy there in that particular area. She added, it is definitely not human. If, if it was one of us, you could tell with the coloring, but it looked very transparent. The apparent figure wasn't the only one, wasn't the only spooky part of their trip either. Husband Lee revealed he had an, he had an unnerving experience while looking around the site's jail blocks. I walked into one of them, and I felt a tickling sensation on my throat. It started to get more intense to the point where I'd run outside. Hmm. Oh. So, I don't know. I mean, let me see. Let me see the picture up here. See the picture. So, this is this is the figure, which, you know, you can tell there's something there. That must be the wax figure they're talking about. I don't know. Let me know what you think. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a cool piece of evidence. And it's really cool that they capture something, capture something like that. I would be very happy if I caught something like this on 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 an investigation. So that's really really neat. Let's see here. Find another one. 
So this, this might explain some things that have been going on in the world. Darius ancient Japanese killing stone said to contain a demon has cracked open. So all the bad stuff that's been happening, Japanese killing stone. The demon has been let loose. An ancient rock said to have an evil demon locked inside has cracked open, sending believers into a spiral of panic. The pan's so-called killing stone has split in two after, after supposedly locking away the evil spirit for almost 1,000 years. I guess this is the, the stone right here. Okay. The volcanic rock is said to be home to the nine-tailed fox known as Tamomo na no me. Tamomo no me, according to mythology. A nine-tailed fox. Legend has it that those who come, into, come into contact with the rock, officially called Sesho Seki, will die. Folklore, folklore says this, that the stone also contains, also continually, fused out poisonous gas. It had become a tourist hotspot attracting visitors to the mountains of Tochigi near Tokyo, famous for its sulfurous, sulfurous hot springs. But its separation into two parts has left some nervous to visit with speculation that, that the evil fiction might have been resurrected to unleash havoc again. It is said that the demon once took the form of a beautiful woman who was part of a secret plan to kill Emperor Toba, who ruled Japan from 1107 to 1123. But a true identity was evil nine-tailed creature whose spirit is, uh, is in the volcanic rock. The hunk of lava is thought to have split into roughly into two roughly equal parts in recent days, reports the Guardian. This has also spooked believers online, while officials in Japan consider it what to do with the rock. One person said on Twitter, "I feel like I've seen something that shouldn't that shouldn't be seen." All right, let's see here. So I wonder where the rock is. Where is it right there, maybe? So here is a picture of Tamamo Nome and the archer. So here's Tamamo Nome right here. And there is the archer, Miura Kuranasuku. Okay. And, of course, the eyes are popping up here. Another commented, I thought 2022 couldn't get worse. Now a furious Japanese spirit is freed from its killing stone. A third joked, my guess is the demon is going to look around at 2022 and want to go back into the rock for another millennium. Well, I can't argue with that. It's believed rainwater might have gotten inside the rock and caused damage. Rain, freaking rain. So, of course, this process might have even begun several years ago. Experts are now looking at whether they can restore the Sesoseki a Nasu. Tourism official told the Yomi, I can't even, I can't look, this word right here, Yomi Uri Shimbam, he would like to see the rock restored to its original form. Well, how do you tell, how do you do that? I mean, you glue it back together, I guess, or use concrete or something. I mean, it's gonna there's gonna be a crack in the rock no matter what. 
because you know just there just is I don't understand what what you know what they want to do but we gotta get that demon back gotta get that demon back on the rock though so let's look up let's look up something Google. Yeah. All right, let's see. What's our next article? Do 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 do. The only thing bad about this this uh website is just the stupid pop up ads. It gets pain in the butt. Where is a good article to read? Oh, man. Let's see here. Now let's go to the sun. Look up an article. Spooky video. Let's watch the video, shall we? Let's see here. Twisted tea. I don't like twisted tea very much. Keep it twisted. You know, I was watching the article, uh, commercial about twisted tea. Now this is a, this is the video. The ghost appearing behind a person, a dance studio. See the the. Oh, that's weird. What the world? That was creepy. That was creepy. Hang on. Wow. Video shows a young woman enjoying her dance routine before she takes a break. Spooky video shows the moment a ghost appears in the mirror of a dance studio. As a young woman sits down for a break between dance practice, her reflection in the mirror turns to appears to turn its head towards her. The ghost then stands up and turns around fully. All the while, the woman is unaware of actually happening behind her. The ghost stands in the same position as the woman walks away. The video has sparked an online debate with some people believing it is real, while others have branded it as, branded it as fake. Later on, the woman sits down away from the mirror. Then, like a scene from a horror film, what is believed, what is believed to be a reflection in the mirror turns its face and stands up. The one woman is seen to be completely unaware of what is going on behind her walks out the studio. The video was shared on the Facebook group Ghost Paranormal and Weather Weird World in April and has since been viewed more than 4 million times. The group captioned it, What do you guys think about this video? It is not known where in the world the footage is from. Oh, my, my, my. 
Oops. Oh no. Oh no, let's play, let's play. Apparently my McAfee my McAfee alert thing has expired, so we gotta get that figured out. Oh, oh, okay. So what do you guys think? Is it real or fake? Let's see, Kate, let's see, Katie Price reels her biggest boob ever biggest ever boob job on a boat in Thailand. Well, there you go. Go Katie. Mm-mm. That's a creepy video, though. That is for sure. Let's see here. Let's go back to the mirror. Here's a nice one. Nice as in a good article. Not a very nice article because this guy did a prison. So. Um, Explorers see dead prisoners' faces in a chilling haunted prison that saw several murders. The old Joliet prison was the scene of a several murders, and the first prison to be killed was Joseph Clark. Urban explorers say it gives the goosebumps. Give them the goosebumps. Fans of the paranormal have been given a glimpse in behind the walls of a haunted prison where urban explorers have seen the faces of dead inmates. The old Joliet prison opened its doors in 1858 and then housed 33 inmates before being run before being run for two centuries in Illinois, U.S. It was the scene of several murders, and the first prison officer to be killed was Joseph Clark as his population grew to more than 1,000 inmates. 2002 budget cuts meant the holding facility could no longer remain in operation the prison closed. Since then, the empty building has been converted into an infamous haunted house attraction that has the prison that as the prison is said to be rife with paranormal activity. Mm. Urban explorers have claimed to see the faces of the prisoners and feel like negative energy as they walk around the halls. Here is a look at the uh, inside of the prison. Here, has anybody actually been to Joliet Prison in? Illinois. Um, but one brave photographer known as Dark Tricks Photography LLC was able to make, take some images of the eerie derelict prison, which has sent shivers, shivers down the spines of its followers. The Daily Star reported the photographer's comments, which he posted on his social networking page. He said, I would have never imagined I would get the opportunity to shoot at the old Juliet prison. It was a dream to be inside the walls of such an infamous location. The fans were shocked they were able to set foot in the location without being terrified, as they claimed just looking at the shadowy images was enough to scare them off. One user said, I don't like this place at all. How did you survive the visit? This place is so cold, freezing, and feel cold hands around my neck. Another said, imagine all the sadness and despair that has lived in there. A third person you could almost feel the atmosphere inside the prison. 
I can feel the prisoners there, the last, the past and negative, the past, bad, and negative. These photos gave me goosebumps, a further post added. News comes after abandoned UK Facebook page posted eerie photos that showed rotting skulls and broken tombs in the crypt. Huh. The charred bones were hidden inside a white vault that has a large black cross on the wall, but the crypt has since been closed off. Not, it's not clear what happened to the people whose bones were found there. The building, however, was said to have been to have belonged to a satanic family that stole from other churches and was designed by a man who cut off his own hands as the building work was done. It's the same, the same thing. Yes, it is. So a family owned the prison. And then a satanic family owned the prison. Hmm. Well then. That's pretty freaky. Here's the pictures, the pictures of it. The stupid pop up said, Mir, what are you doing to me? Go up, they pop up ads show up. If I scroll down they, they don't come down, so maybe I'll just you know, scroll up again. Let's see what else we have here. We read about about the Japanese stone with the demons in it. New picture right there. I'm trying to figure out where the dead people's faces are that I was promised because I don't see that. Let me scroll down. Did I miss it? I missed, I missed it. I don't know. I don't. I don't see the dead people's faces. To be honest with you guys, but I mean, it's pretty cool pictures of the of an abandoned prison. So we can't complain about that. That's for sure. Let's see here. Let's go. Let's get spiritual, shall we? Something about energy vampires. Energy vampires. No, there's listening to me. Hello, Tina. How are you? It's like camp. Oh, can't be reached. No. No. The six creepiest places on earth. Let's see this. Mm. Correct. This is a fun. This is a fun place. A fun website. Mm. Look up ghosts. Do they do the kind of stuff I can? The time the Supreme Court believed in ghosts. There we go. Here's an article we're looking into. It's uh, to do. It's on May fifth, two thousand eighteen. So it's a few years ago. But you, know, you can 
you can learn something different. Prior to the 1990s, all ghosts ever had to worry about was a small band of wisecracking, ghost-busting vigilante scientists. That all changed in 1991 when the New York Supreme Court illegally deemed a house to be haunted in a peculiar, peculiar real estate real estate case. Helen Ackley had moved into a house in Neak in the 1960s and had told her neighbors that there was something more wrong with this than just the old plumbing. She heard mysterious footsteps and felt the bed shake, shaking, among other typical poltergeist activities. But she also claimed the ghost left her present, making them more of the Casper than the 13 ghost variety. When Ackley tried to sell the place, the bar became alarmed after learning that the house was an attraction on a local ghost tour. Buyer Jeffrey Stambovsky took, took Ackley to court, where it was ruled that Stambovsky could back out of the deal because he had not been told that the house was filled with before agreeing to buy it. So if you're ever trying to sell a house, make sure that you tell, tell, that you tell all of the hopeful couples walking through a, there were a few fuse boxes, and B, where the hellish undead spirits from a life beyond death tend to hang out. It's usually the couch. So, yeah, that's interesting. Another one. The time the Sherlock Holmes and the Christmas Carol writers became ghost hunters. There's Charles Dickens and uh, God, he wrote he wrote Sherlock Holmes. Look at H.G. Wells. Yeah, I'm having a total brain fart. And so he watched he watched he wrote Sherlock Holmes, based on the book in which he invented Christmas. You can probably guess that Charles Dickens was pretty into ghosts. He even believed that he himself had magnetic powers that he used to cure friends of hauntings. Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay. When it came to everyone else, he was pretty fond of proof. Dickens also felt bad that his fictional ghost stories had boosted interest in spiritualism to the point of flooding the market with funny videos. Meanwhile, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, despite the devotion to logic of his most famous character, was so enamored with the idea of the supernatural that he insisted Harry Houdini had magic powers no matter how many times Houdini tried to correct him. Together, this unlikely duo formed the ragtag team of Victorian ghost hunters they called the Ghost Club to investigate claims of paranormal activity. Okay, Dickens actually founded it in 1862, and Doyle came on board shortly thereafter. But that's not as that's, but that's not as good of a movie. They actually garnered some acclaim after one of their first and most famous investigations of the Davenport Spirit Cabinet, which they proved rather conclusively was the product of clever engineering rather than ghosts, but even in death of sets in Victorian England, they were pretty much immediately a laughing stock. Frustrated with the bad press, Dickens left in 1870, which opened the floodgates for its more credulous companions to go full history channel. The next ghost clubber, supposedly renowned scientist to William Crooks, claimed that he discovered the unquestionable physical existence of a physical psychic force 
explained why mediums could contact the dead. And the ghost club never lived it down. They disbanded it for a while, then a, then a decade, for a little more than a decade. But the ghost club was revived, huh, get it, by famous spiritualist William Stainton Moses, who believed, among other things, in the spirit of in the sort of spirit photography that would lead Sir, Sir Doyle to disgrace in 1920 when some little girls showed the pictures they had taken up fairies, and he was like, yep, seems legit. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, looking back at it, you can tell that it's fake, but, you know, if you want to believe, then I guess you know, believe pretty much anything. By the time Yeats joined, the Ghost Club had become little more than a supper club or high society got together to get drunk and pat themselves in the back to, for being so open-minded. They became much more secretive after the whole country started making fun of them. It's not totally clear what went on, but during this time, Yeats took an interest in automatic writing and conducted experiments with his wife that required her to scrawl down the words of invisible messengers. Although, weirdly, they always seem to be about the husband's duty to give his wife sexual satisfaction. No, really. The ghost club still exists today, but they mostly meet up in old tubs to hear lectures from guys talking, what if ghosts, posting what if ghosts, to leave, leave it to the British to turn something as cool as a ghost hunting into a TED Talk. So, that's pretty cool that that Charles Dickens founded the Ghost Club. It's interesting. All right, guys. I think I'm going to end the show a little bit early because all this, all this uh, talking is making my throat hurt a little bit. Let's see here. So, yeah. Next week, we've got, oh, God, I think Dark Matters Paranormal coming on the show. And then the week after, the 22nd of March, is actually the anniversary of a huge massacre at Henrikus Park, the Henrikus Park area. So I've got Callie O'Dell from um, Orion Effect is going to come on and co-host Miss me with me. We've got John Pagano from Henrikus Park coming on the show, and that Tuesday night is actually the 400th anniversary of the massacre that took place. So we're going to have him, have him, we're going to have John on to talk about the massacre and, like, how it affected the colony and, and uh, you know, the people who were involved in it, the kind of the lead-up to it and stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And so we're very excited to, to bring you guys that. And uh, as you guys know that um, we've got, we've got uh, a new show coming up on, coming up next week at Thursday at 8 o'clock. I'm so tired. I wait too much. Thursday at 8 o'clock. Uh, the, the guest had uh, last week um, – FPI Unknown is actually going to have a uh, a show on the network. It's going to be a true crime show, so you definitely want to check that out. And we'll get you more information about it too when we when when uh, you have the, the actual 
um, banners and stuff. So, but next week, I said next week we'll have Dark Matters Paranormal. I think that's the name of the group. So let me look it up here. Oh, uh, let's see here. Let's go with dark dark matter news. Dark matter news. So, so yeah. All right, guys. So look at that. Look at my arrow. Woo-hoo. All right. Hope you guys have a good night, and we'll talk to you. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. Bye. Yeah. Mm.